found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday. It's the seventh day of December. This is Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. 80 years ago today that occurred. Can you imagine? You know how... I remember you and I will never forget 9-11. Right. We were together yeah. that morning yeah. watching things unfold. And I can't imagine the news. Of course, back then, and it was radio, mm-hmm. you know, and everything was delayed for a while before you got your information. Right. And to receive word that uh, the Japanese had attacked Pearl Harbor had to be just devastating. Sure. Sure. To hear, you know. And um, I can't imagine, 80 years mm-hmm. that's been. So we're looking at these veterans. I saw a um, last surviving veteran in Indiana from um, Pearl Harbor. Oh, really? Turning 100. <laughs> wow. And it, it's just um, just an amazing thought back then, that um, history. So even at the end of that war, which would be 75 years, roughly, because you got to progress at least five ahead and mm-hmm. officially ended in August of 45 with Japan. So, you know, even those veterans are, you know, even if they were fibbing kids that got in the military, and why on earth you do that at 15 or 16 is beyond me, but they did. I mean, think about it. No, they, they yeah, they did. They were... They'd still be, yeah, you know, up there in age. So, uh, surprise attack. This is from History.com. Okay. It's uh, just before 8 a.m., December 7th, 1941. It was Sunday morning. Yeah. So, again, you're not, you know, yeah, leisurely paced. you got to figure yeah. how quiet everything oh, was, yeah. you know. Yeah. Just probably not a lot going on, no. you know. Um. Have you seen the movie Pearl Harbor? Yeah. Terrible movie. Yeah. But the scene where, where yeah. Japan attacks is phenomenal. Yeah. It really is. Um, just before 8 a.m., uh, hundreds of Japanese fighter planes descended on the base where they managed to destroy or damage nearly 20 American naval vessels, including eight battleships and over 300 airplanes. More than 2,400 Americans died in the attack, including civilians, and another 1,000 people were wounded. The day after the assault, President Franklin D. Roosevelt asked Congress to uh, declare war on Japan. And, of course, that speech that uh, we never forget yeah. from President Roosevelt. Yeah, well, living in me. You know, you know I, when I was in Florida back in April, it was pretty close to an airport. Yeah. Okay? So virtually every day, I think they had a... Uh, a training facility there for folks and uh, they used a propeller airplane. It was a pretty good size, you know, mm-hmm. but I know how it sounded when I'm laying there along the pool and I hear that lone plane. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine hundreds of those, how that would have sounded. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd just be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And they're coming in low. People are looking up. They're seeing them. Yeah. Because they're not that high. No. They're probably even making eye contact. More than likely. And identifying all of a sudden, hey, that's a big red sun on that thing. Yeah. That ain't us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Gosh. It just, it's amazing. So that's 80 years ago today. So Franklin Roosevelt went on to say this, no matter how long it may take us to overcome this premeditated invasion, the American people and their righteous might will win through to absolute victory. I believe I interpret the will of the Congress and of the people when I assert that we will not only defend ourselves to the utmost, but we will make very certain that this form of treachery shall never endanger us again. To write those speeches, yeah. and again, you know, I'm sure he didn't necessarily write all of that. He may have inserted some. Sure. But you've always had writers. Yeah. But just the right thing to say, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then to say a date that will live in infamy. You know, you've just got everybody, you know, back then, everybody's around the radio. And for some reason or another, everybody stared at it. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you stared at the radio. Yeah. You know? So, see, we were set for TV because you're staring at the radio. You know? That's true. But I just, I, I just can't imagine. I can't either. How the world changed, you know, in that one moment. You know, and you think about... How many people, you know, were in the military and, and, you know, your little Johnny gets, yeah. you know, he, he, he joins up and he's like, well, wow, mom heading off to Hawaii. Cause they talk like that. Then. <laughs> they did back then. That's what they talk like. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's all hula girls and coconuts. You know, I mean, that's actually at the time this occurred, we were ill prepared as far as having a, a military ready to go. Hmm. You know, and then you lose the, what luck that those uh, aircraft carriers were gone. Yeah, that's because, true. Um, that's true. You know, Forgot about that part of it, yeah. And, it, it, you know, I mean, we were not really ready. So, you know, whip your guys into shape next thing, you know, you've just got. And I'm sure it was just like 9-11. I'm telling you, 9-11, and I was too old to, to enter the service, but I would have. Yeah. I, I was that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know that went through, you know, the same thing, you know, through all this stuff. You go back to the Civil War. Mm-hmm. John Boy's out there. Mm-hmm. He wants to go. You know, it's a revolution. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. So my wife, during 9-11, she worked at the base at Grissom in security forces. And basically, she was part of the crew that, as a civilian, that... um. When you were, when you were deployed somewhere, like they, she would give you your final, oh, you know, okay. whatever. Right. And so when nine eleven happened, she's like that morning, the phone just, the phones were going nuts of guys, you know, calling up. When do we leave? Where do you want me? When do we go? You know, yeah. they were ready to go, man. Cause I'm telling you when they were just watching that go down, I, it's just pure anger. Yeah. You know, and disbelief mm-hmm. you and I, you know, we, we were on the radio that day. Yeah. First report in on the news that morning was a plane that had hit the World Trade Center. Yeah. I'm thinking, gee, that's weird, but I'm I'm thinking it's a sure. small aircraft. Right. Or maybe, yeah. you know, the the weather here was beautiful. Yeah. And you think maybe it's foggy and yeah. whatever and that plane got off course and But then the next news, there's another one. And then there's another plane down in Penn, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, geez. And the whole thing just yeah. started getting worse and worse. And uh, it certainly did. So there we go. 
Now, when we come back, Matthew, I know you're a, a rich fella because you you got two gigs. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. You've invested your money wisely. Okay. In Bitcoin. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, annual holiday tipping guide. Oh, perfect. Who you should be tipping at the holidays. All right. And we'll get to that when we come back. We've got news next with Karen. This is Tidbits. We're back on Tidbits. The 7th day of December. And um, the annual holiday tipping guide. Okay. People get tipped that you'd never dream you should be tipping. Okay, it's like, these folks have more money to tip than I do, I'll tell you that, Matt. Okay. First on the list. Yes. Broadcasters. Oh. It says you listen to these friendly Joes every day. They start your day with a smile? (laughs) A kind word? We we highly recommend that you send them a check. (laughs) Folks, I'm kidding. It starts off saying holiday tipping is going to be extra crucial this year due to the pandemic etiquette expert lizzie post (laughs) co-president of the emily post institute in burlington says there are so many varied relationships that we have or our budgets might not be able to accommodate that our hearts would like Mm. okay if you can afford to give only a few dollars a small gift or a homemade item may be better expressing your appreciation Post remembers her parents baking cookies and making candy for their mail carriers, garbage collectors, and newspaper delivery folks. Of course, not everyone is good in the kitchen or welcomes homemade goodies. Or should you accept them in today's society? Maybe you could make someone some macaroni art. Macaroni art, that'd be beautiful. Right. We could spell out, you know, Merry Christmas. Thank you for bringing my mail and macaroni art. Thank you for not dumping my mail. (laughs) (laughs) On a paper plate. (laughs) All right. Here it says, match the tip to the relationship. Okay. The amount you give can reflect the equality and frequency of your interactions. Mm -hmm. Number one, occasionally I'll see my mail carrier on my porch. I have never talked to my mail carrier. Ever. I'm, yeah. Have you? No. He's always on the phone. <laughs> like, he comes on the porch. <laughs> you could hear him. Yeah, man, I tell you, it was nuts. Like, you know, we were we were going there. Yeah, I know, right? And you hear him put the mail in. Okay. Yeah, so it was great. We were just, you know, he's always on the phone. Okay. <laughs> Here's a... Uh, a tip uh, roughly e- equal to the cost of a single visit might be appropriate for a babysitter. Okay. Housekeepers. Dog walkers. Okay, and, hold on. Okay. A tip roughly equal to the cost All of right. a single visit. So let's say you pay your babysitter 20 bucks to watch kids. Of course, anymore. Yeah. It's like you watch TV and they got the website where you hire babysitters. So it's like 15 bucks an hour. <laughs> Who can afford that? Well, yeah. All right. So I'm just going with the old old days. Okay. <laughs> it's flat rate, 20 bucks. Yeah. 
I could be gone for an hour. I could be gone for six. There you 20 go. bucks. It's 20 bucks. Housekeepers. Dog so walk. are you supposed to, okay. So are you supposed to tip 20 bucks? Is that what this if is saying? If that's what the kid gets when they babysit, it says roughly equal to the cost of a single visit. Okay. So so if your housekeeper charges you 50 bucks a visit, you, you, tip you 50 should bucks? tip 50, All right. according to this. Jeez. All right. Now, I don't know how many dog walkers we have in this neck of the woods, but groomers. Yeah. Got dog groomers. Yeah. Personal trainers. Mm. I know we all have those. I got to tip mine then. Pool cleaners. We all have those. <laughs> Snow shovelers. Mine's in the big house. Tip your tip your, your pool boy. I'll have, I'll have no snow shoveler this season. Hairstylist or bar. He's your... in the big house. No. Really? <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. Okay. okay. It's, it's just... <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. All right. <laughs> not gonna get hairstylists hairstylists or barbers <laughs> okay okay now i've not seen a stylist or a barber for many years right so i don't have to worry about that tip we take we take cooper to a hairstylist yeah now he gets like designs and stuff right he no, gets the neato haircut he's a good design no he gets the neato kind of haircut though the hip kit haircut <laughs> as i call him okay he's got the hip kit cut he, he gets <clears throat> Uh, you know, I mean, he's a hip kid cut. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with hip kid cut. Sure. <laughs> Massage therapist. I know I've got them. Facialists and manicurists. Mm. All right. Those have also... you ever had a manicure? No, I don't like people touching my, you know, I don't even like doing it. When I tried to nail file one time. 35 years ago, I tried to nail file something. 35 years ago. Heck with that. I'll chew them. <laughs> it was 1971. It was, it was a gray Wednesday, and I thought, I'll try this file. Groovy, man. All right, so. <laughs> the Eagles were playing softly in the background. <laughs> All right. Now, here's more, Matt. All right. Creditcards.com survey revealed just how much others are giving this season. Okay. And again, folks, these these people are going to make us all look bad. Right. Here we go. It says landscapers are tipped an average of $30. While teachers. Now, I never dreamed of tipping a teacher. Isn't that bribery? You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, Johnny could use a little more oomph in that English grade. That's right. Here's a- <laughs> Buy yourself something nice, teach. You're- Says they should get twenty five bucks. Now, when the kids were in elementary, we would buy something okay. for, you know, for Christmas. So you weren't giving them cash. We give them cash. Yeah, right. Trash collectors and mail carriers. Now, how do you ever get your trash collector? They're gone. They're going when I'm at work. I never see those guys. You leave a nowhere on on top Stra- strapped inside the can. <laughs> We've left one for our our, our guy. We actually got to know, and he okay. he was he's now a different okay. city. But all right, yeah, we we would leave him like um, like on top of the of the lid, okay, like a little thing. All right. It says trash collectors and mail carriers are tipped an average of twenty bucks, but only nineteen percent of the adults plan to tip their waste management worker. <laughs> like I said, I'll never see mine. They're out when I'm working. I'll run them down. Hey. Hey. <laughs> a little something here for you. Yard and garden workers. 
20 to 50. Trash recycling collectors, 10 to 30. Handyman, 15 to 40. Package deliverer, 20 bucks. If allowed, check with the company. <laughs> U.S. Postal Service mail carriers, small gift only, no cash. Can I tell you about, can I tell you, what, uh, okay, so I, I saw package deliverer. Okay. And this this was our saga this week. We okay. ordered this, we ordered a thing, and we were waiting on it to arrive, yeah. right? And we didn't know this, but it needed a signature. Okay. All right. Well, they kept coming when we weren't there, like, like at, you know, noon yeah. or 1230. Like, we're not home at noon. You know, it's like, what are you doing? So they came, they came once we missed them. They came another time we missed them. And at some point they left a sticker yeah, like on the door, but kind of high. So we missed it. Now how high is your door? Okay. It was above eye level for me. But you still, wasn't it colored or something that you, it didn't stand well, out. Okay, so you? normally normally when they leave a sticker, it's okay. it's on the storm door, okay. but on the window. Okay. So when you open the, the regular door, it's just right there. You okay. see it. This one, you know, you had to, like, go out on the porch, come back, and, it's, you know, it was. Okay. Anyway. Not obvious. Right. All right. So this past Saturday, I stayed home all day okay. waiting on this. You're going to get this. Oh, well, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. <laughs> and I kid you not. I'm I'm not making this up. <laughs> the delivery truck pulls up to our house. Okay, like pulls in the in the. You're ready. Yes, okay. I, actually, I, I was sitting <laughs> in in near silence in my home, listening for traffic. <laughs> and I hear I was like, "Oh crap, that's it!" So, so I get up, put some pants on, and okay. I go. You're supposed to go to the door without britches, okay? You can make a scene. <laughs> Put some pants on. But then I, I, I stood at the door and and watched. And the guy at this point had moved back into his truck. No. No. Okay, so he's in the back. And I went out, actually went out on the porch. Okay. And I could hear him rummaging around. Okay, all right. I could hear, you know, like boxes being moved. Now, at the same time, I was making some cookies okay. for a thing we had coming up. So I was making cookies started going off. So I ran inside, looked at the cookies, needed a couple more minutes, put them back in the oven, went back on the porch. Guy's still in the back. All right. Okay. I can hear him rummaging around. All right. All right. And I'm waiting, 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 waiting. <laughs> I hear the, the, uh, dee dee of the, of the oven. I got to go back in, check on the cookies. <laughs> Another couple minutes, put him back in, go back on the porch. This time he's in the driver's seat. No. And I'm watching, 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 puts it in gear and drives away. No. Yeah. So he never delivered anything. Never delivered anything. To any other house or nothing? Not that I saw. Okay. Now, he went down the next block, got out, and took something to another house. So now what do you got to do? Well, okay, so then we, (laughs) you know, they they deliver on Sundays. Okay. And, of course, we miss that one because... (laughs) We have stuff going on Sundays, you know, because we're at church and all that stuff. So we missed that delivery. And so yesterday, yesterday, finally, finally, my wife made contact. We actually had her mom at our house waiting. Like we had a, we had to like hire her to come and stay at our house to get this. 
Oh, my. So finally, he got there. Lindsey <laughs> met him on the front porch. So you signed it. Signed and, it. And got, got it. it. It's now. It's in one piece. <laughs> That's our next step is to open it up and, and right. make sure it's it's a-okay. <laughs> so that's been our, our saga this week with our delivery. That's pretty sad, especially your Saturday. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so my question is, they, they, they look at it, and it says requires signature, and it's, ah. Yeah, they're not home. <laughs> I don't know, but. Because occasionally we'll not get stuff delivered, and it's always like. Because that that was the weird part was we got a notification that it wasn't it wasn't delivered because the business was closed. Like what do you what no no come on man. Now when you finally caught up to him, he yeah. should have got twenty bucks okay. <laughs> <laughs> for his tip. Right. So there you go. <laughs> there you go, folks. Some tipping uh, technology. I don't. I don't know. I just don't socialize or I'm around people to tip. Heck, we don't even buy each other gifts. No, we don't. <laughs> you know, so it's <laughs> your newspaper delivered ten to thirty bucks. We got a lot of doormen around here. Okay, You're supposed to tip then fifteen to eighty bucks to eighty. Eighty. <laughs> yeah, those guys make some pretty good dough. Yeah. Now they're, I'm sure they're fading out, but they're still right. probably used a lot in large cities in the ritzy right. joints where you're getting tipped heavy anyway. So imagine being a doorman and making like 180 grand a year. <laughs> but in a city like, like a New York or Chicago yeah. or whatever, how far will that get you? Like, what would that be equivalent well, you to? You'd be able to live okay on that, wouldn't you? I'm not sure, man. Sounds okay to me. I, I know it does, but I'm, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, geez. Look at the time. We got to go. It's seven minutes away from the top of the hour, Matthew. We <laughs> must get going. We got to go. I'll see you. All right. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.